Got a loft right now, you excited? You excited? What up, what up? This is Marilyn. You are listening to MB in the PM. This is episode 12. Yes, it is currently brick weather, very brick. I apologize if I sound stuffy. I am forever with a runny nose in the cold weather and um, my septum ring doesn't help and it doesn't help that I have a deviated septum. Yeah, we got crazy there for a second. Anyway, so a lot has happened in these last couple weeks. Um, Just life. So I apologize for the lateness on this episode. Um, Yeah, last week was it was it was a rough week for me. It was just one of those where, you know, you just feel like life is just not moving where you want it to move. And you're trying, but like you're not moving. And you're just stuck in a rut. So that's how I've been feeling lately. Um, Career-wise, podcast-wise, and life-wise. And I guess those are just the things that us humans go through, right? But sometimes you just like, you just get sick of it. But anyway, besides that, we're back. And I'm feeling good this week. It's been a good week. And um, yeah, so we're going to talk about a lot of new music And we're going to talk about Avi. We have to talk about the whole Drake Flognaw festival fiasco. But yeah, so let's get into it. I'm sure that a lot of people are aware of what happened with Drake and uh, Camp Flognaw Carnival Festival. But if you aren't aware of what happened, let me tell you the story, okay? All right, so this is how I found out. I woke up, you know, getting ready for work, look at my phone first thing, Avi, right? That's what we all do. And then I'm seeing that Drake, it, like the caption says, Drake gets booed off stage. And I'm just like, what? Confused as hell, because why would Drake, like the biggest artist ever, get booed off stage? And then I click on it. And it says that he was at Camp Flognaw, which is a festival that is, it's basically Tyler, the creator. He puts it together. And this is the eighth year, I believe, that they did it. And yeah, he does. He's the one that sets up the lineup and all of that. He's the one that chooses the artists that perform. And the thing that happened was he said there was a surprise guest and his surprise guest was Drake. However, The crowd was pissed because they were anticipating the surprise guest to be Frank Ocean because, you know, him and Tyler, like they're affiliated. They were in the same group, you know, Odd Future. And also Frank just released a new single. So they were like, oh, so the surprise guest has to be Frank Ocean, right? Well, it wasn't. It was Drake, which I would think most people would be hyped about that. So he performed a couple songs and then... In the clip, it shows he's asking the crowd, like, all right, I'm here for you guys. Should I keep going? Like, you know, and then the crowd's like, boo, no, Frank, the poor guy. He handled it so well, though. And then he said, you know, I go by the name of Drake. It's all love and just left. And it was just so sad. Like, I felt so bad for Drake. I'm like this this poor guy, like he in his head, he's probably thinking, how? is this happening like am I really getting booed right now am I really getting booed off stage like I don't know man that's that's a hit that's like a hit to the heart hit to the ego hit to the pride like that's just a hurtful moment and I'm sure after after the moment I'm sure 
he didn't feel so bad because he probably, you know, like this is a different fan base. That's the thing. Um, I mean, Drake is, I feel like he's loved by all kinds of people, people who are into all different kinds of genres, whether they like pop, hip hop or anything like that. I feel like most people like Drake, but Tyler's fan base is a little different. His type of music is, I mean, I guess it is considered hip hop, but it is more left field. And his new music is just all kinds of different genres mixed into one. So his fan base is a little different. And I guess, you know, a lot of the people that he had on the lineup for his festival, a lot of them are indie artists. He has mainstream artists there too, like YG was on there and some other people. But I guess because people were anticipating Frank Ocean to be there, they just got pissed, which is crazy and disrespectful, I think, because I hate it when people even do that to artists that aren't well known. You know, when there's an opening act and then you're waiting for the, you know, for the main act. And then sometimes people will boo the opener. And I'm just like, why? Why are you you doing that? There's no point. And it's just rude. And it just makes the artists feel bad. So I already hate when people do that, period. But like to do that to someone like Trey, God damn. But anyway, yeah, poor guy. So then... I guess Tyler, he felt really bad about the whole thing. And then he posted like a bunch of tweets that I'll actually read one to you just to let you know what he was saying. Okay, so Tyler, he posted a bunch of tweets. I'm not going to read all of them, but I will read this one. All right, here it is. He says, I thought bringing one of the biggest artists on the fucking planet to a music festival was fire. But flip side, a little tone deaf, knowing the specific crowd it drew, some created a narrative in their head and acted out like assholes when it didn't come true. And I don't fuck with that. So he's basically he's basically acknowledging, yeah, like it's a different like it's a different kind of fan base. But I thought that people would be into it because it's Drake, one of the biggest artists, if not the biggest artist, you know, currently right now. And um, something else that he said, let's see. He also said, also, mostly everyone was having a great time. Those shits in the front area were the ones being mad rude, which I can see why, but nah, fuck that. Y'all represented me and Flog to my guests and made us look so entitled and trash. So he's basically, um, on the day that, you know, the news broke out and all of that, He had posted on his Twitter, like his Twitter bio said, currently embarrassed by my fans. So, I mean, I feel I felt bad for Drake, but I also felt really bad for Tyler because in his mind, he's thinking all, you know, this is going to be so cool, like kind of like joining worlds in a way like, you know, this type of fan base and like just melding worlds together, I guess. And that seemed really cool. And you would think that that would be really cool, but I guess the people weren't into it. And also, it just sucks because he's the one that he's the one that puts all of this together. So I'm sure he paid a lot of money to have Drake come perform, you know. So to have all of that be a waste is just it's so sad. But um, yeah, it looks like everything's all good though. Drake posted something really funny on his Instagram. He posted like some behind the scenes like photos of him at the festival and he captioned it with um saying something like oh I signed a 10-year residency with Camp Flognaw kids so you know get ready to see me every year until you're 30 and um that was pretty funny so obviously he's being like a good sport about it but yeah poor guy man 
But you know what? This does bring me to the first song. And if you thought I was going to play Drake, you're wrong. I'm going to play the new song by Frank because it is good. You know, sorry, Drake. Um, So, yeah, here it is. It's called In My Room, Frank Ocean. Get hyped. So that was In My Room by Frank Ocean. And that song, when I first heard it, I wasn't sure if I liked it or not. Because Frank Ocean is just one of my favorite artists. And I feel like he's someone that I just force myself to like sometimes, even if I don't really like the song. You know how that happens with like artists that you really like. So I'm like, is that what's happening here? Like, do I actually like this song or am I just like telling myself that I like it but I think that I do but I don't know I wonder what this new album I wonder what kind of songs this new album will have because Blonde is one of my favorite albums of all time and oh my gosh I just realized something today someone asked me what my top five albums were and I can't believe that I forgot about Blonde oh my gosh Oh my gosh. Okay, so I knew that was going to happen. So let me sidetrack real quick and let me tell you about this, all right? So someone, uh, they posted something, and I'll get to that because it ties into what I'm going to talk about, but they posted something, I responded, and then they asked me like, oh, what are what's your top five albums? I didn't know that they were asking me what my top five hip hop albums were. I thought they were just asking me like in general, my top five albums. So I told them in no particular order, my favorite, like my top five albums is Nirvana, Nevermind, Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City, uh, SZA with Control. And what was the other one that I said? Oh, The Weeknd, Trilogy, and um, Drake, Take Care. And I can't believe that I forgot Blonde. Honestly, though, I don't know which which of these that I just mentioned. I don't know which one I would take out and replace Blonde with because that's definitely high up there for me. But yeah, so I love that album so much that I don't know. Like, I don't know what to expect with this new album. I, I don't know. It might be hard to like, I don't know, follow up that album. But Frank, you know, he's just he's second to none. So if anybody could follow it up. He's the one, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah. So on to the next topic. All right. So we're going to talk about Drake a little more, just a little more only because I want to mention that it is the eighth anniversary of his album, Take Care. So he released that album eight years ago. And that's one, like I just said, that's in my top five. That's one of my favorite albums of all time. I think it's Drake's best album. I mean, he has he has a he has a few really good ones, but I don't know. I think that might be my favorite one. And one of the things that I love about it is it introduced a lot of us 
who weren't aware that these artists were out there. He introduced a lot of us to Kendrick Lamar. Remember Kendrick Lamar was in that, um, oh my gosh, what's that name of that song? I think, is it, it was like on an outro. Let me look it up real quick. Hold on. Okay, so I got it here and it's not an outro. It's um, an interlude. So he has that song Cameras that goes into like an interlude, Good Ones Go interlude. And that was featuring Kendrick Lamar. And a lot of people didn't know about him, you know, when they heard when they heard him on this song. And then this album also introduced a lot of people to The Weeknd. I know that's how I found out about The Weeknd. After listening, after listening to this album, I heard Crew Love. Everybody knows that song. Like that song goes hard. Like it just forever goes hard. Like it's just, I don't think there will be a time where that song is a dub. I, I don't think so. But I remember hearing that song and being like, who is this guy singing? Because I love his voice. Looked him up. It was the weekend. I remember he had like, I think he only had two mixtapes out. I think he had just released Thursday when like I looked him up. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people, you know, discovered the weekend through this album. And um, yeah, also the weekend trilogy that came out seven years ago. Um, the anniversary, the anniversary for the trilogy was a few days ago. Yeah, that's a great album too, man. But yeah, we're gonna get nostalgic here for a little bit. I know it feels like I just played a song, but I feel like it's the right time, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play another one. I'm going to play Drake over my dead body. Get ready to get the nostalgic feels, man. Here it is. When they tax me, oh well, guess you lose some and win some. Long as the outcome is income, you know I want it all and then some. Shout out to Asian girls, let the lights dim some. Shots came, I don't know where they were sent from. Probably some bad hoes I'm about to take the hint from. Yeah, you know me well, nigga. Yeah, I mean you ain't the only real nigga They got me on these white women like seal nigga Slave to the pussy but I'm just playing the field nigga Yeah, all these people really discussing my career again Asking if I be going platinum in a year again Don't I got this shit the world wanna hear again No Michael Jordan still got his hoop earring in Man all of your flows bore me, paint drying And I don't ever be tripping off of what ain't mine And I be hearing the shit you say through the grapevine But jealousy is just love and hate at the same time Yeah it's been that way from the beginning I just been playing, I ain't even noticed I was winning And this is the only sound you should feel Man, these kids wear crowns over here and everything is alright That was Drake over my dead body. Now that was the first song on the album and I instantly liked it, instantly felt like that album was going to be good. And I I don't even know what made me want to like play this song the other day, I guess because I saw that it was the anniversary. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I thought to myself how much I used to love this song. And yeah, I decided to put it on the podcast for today. Yeah, man, just that that like uh, that album really brings me back. I remember being in um, like my early years in college and I remember someone in class like talking about the album. And I remember someone like mentioning The Weeknd and me and this person weren't cool, 
But I remember wanting to get into the conversation because I wanted to be like, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I love it. And also another thing that I love about this album is how much input The Weeknd had in this album. Like uh, the song The Ride, he's featured on there too. And um, I think apparently that song was supposed to be The Weeknd. And then he, Drake heard it. And then The Weeknd just, he was like, yeah, like you can have it. And uh, yeah, so I feel like there's a lot of like weekends on there and you guys already know how I feel about the weekend. So this album just has a lot of things that I love, man. And yeah, it's forever one of my favorites. So there there it is, man. I had to do it for Drake, man. I had to out of respect. You know what I'm saying? Because these people were disrespecting him. We can't let Drake go out like that. So congrats to Drake on that anniversary and on that great album, man. Love it. All right. So we said we would talk new music. So let's talk new music. Okay. There's a lot. I I had to do a lot of listening today. Normally, I like to listen to the Joe Budden podcast while I'm at work and, you know, doing computer stuff. And then sometimes I'll hit it with the music, you know, I'll like switch. But sometimes like I don't feel like listening to music. I just want to laugh and stuff. But today I had to. I had to listen to a bunch of music because, um, Avi, like I wanted to see what's out there and, you know, maybe get some ideas for the podcast and all that. But also there was just a lot of new stuff out. So Doja Cat, she has a new album. It is called Hot Pink. And I like the second half of the album. The first songs, I'm just like, I'm not heavy into this that much. I mean, this is only on the first listen, though. Um, but yeah, but then the the songs, you know, on the second half of the album are actually pretty good. So I definitely got to listen to that again, though, because, you know, sometimes you form opinions the first time and then it changes as you listen to the albums again. And then um, another thing that came out. Now, this is more of a mixtape, I believe. Tory Lane's Chicks Tape 5 came out. People were anticipating this. Like people were just people were hyped about this. Now, I like Tory Lane's, but I'm not like number one fan Tory Lanez you know what I'm saying but yeah I listened to it and I know people are gonna kill me for this I feel like people are gonna kill me for this I personally don't love it um I hate when projects have a bunch of songs on them because I get like antsy and this one has like 18 which is to me it's a little much I feel like cut off maybe 14 is good maybe even 12 songs but um what I do like about this album is that it pays homage to am I saying that right pays homage um <laughs> pays homage homage I don't know man pays homage to the early 2000s and that's really cool so Tori is known for flipping samples so he uses samples in his songs makes it his own and he does a great job at it honestly. So with this album, that's what he did. He flipped a lot of samples. But the cool part about it is that he has the original artist whose song he's sampling from on the song. So for example, I'll tell you a few of them. So he samples, he has a song called Jerry Sprunger and he samples T-Pain's song, I'm Sprung, and T-Pain is on the song. And I think that's one that a lot of people like. Now, I got to listen to it again. I mean, I'm sure I'll get into it the more I listen to it. But on the first listen, like, I don't really love all the songs. But again, I'm not like, you know, I like Tori's music, but I don't always love all of it. So I might be like the wrong person for this. You know, I'm sure some other people love it. That's just how I feel about it. But um, 
He has a song called The Take featuring Chris Brown. And the sample he's using on there is Take You Down. And um, one of the songs that I actually really liked was the one with The Dream. And that one is called Love Your Gyal. Love Your Gyal. Um, slash Love Sounds. So he's uh, the sample he's using from that is The Dream's I Love Your Girl if you guys remember that song. So yeah, that very cool concept. Very cool. I really like that. I like it when artists do these kinds of things where they like, I don't know, because some people just take out project after project after project, but like some real creativity went into this, you know? And you know what I was wondering when I was listening to this? As an artist, you know the song as how you sang it, right? So it must be hard to revisit that same like, song that same melody but like change stuff like how do you make the chorus different i feel like i would be stuck on the original chorus and i wouldn't even be able to think of a new one you know so i don't know how they do it these people are talented man but yeah so those are the new things that are out also janae aiko has a new song none of your concern and guess what now i know her and big sean are broken up and all of that but Big Sean is actually on the song and they actually talk about their relationship. It's a really cool song. She sings on her take on the relationship. And then Ty Dolla Sign is also on the song, by the way. Love him. And then towards the end, Big Sean comes in and he raps about his take on the relationship. So obviously, you know, they're they're cool. They're on good terms. You know, they're making music together. I'm sure that wasn't easy, though. But it is a good song. And I'm not huge on Janae Aiko, although Sativa is one of my all-time favorite songs. But, yeah, this song is actually... I actually liked it. And it's a little sad listening to it because, you know, this is real-life experiences with real-life people. I know they're celebrities, but they're people, you know? And, like, it's just sad when, like, love doesn't work out. But it is a good song, so I do recommend listening to it. But yeah, that's the new music. What up? What up? All right. So my friends, it's about that time. It's about that time. It's about that time. Oh, man, I wanted to come up with like a cool little song there, but it didn't work out. But whatever. Um, I could edit that out. But you know what? I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. Yeah. So it's about that time. Wild card time. This wild card right here. You better get ready. This song has been on loop. I've been at work listening to this song back to back to back to back for like a whole hour. Like it's crazy. And I hate when I do that because I don't want to kill the song. But I just love this song so much. Literally just appeared out of nowhere. I was just listening to music. It appeared. And I was like, oh, what is this? And I effing loved it, man. All right. Take a listen. You know, really feel it. And just, you know, jam to it. Here it is. Don Tolliver, No Idea. Get hyped. Uh-huh. Cause I had no idea. Yeah. I'm too much. I'm too much. 
So that was Don Tolliver, No Idea. That song, man, is just effing catchy. When I really love a song, I think about the like I think about the artist making it in the studio. Like I picture that and I just picture them like coming up with the chorus and like I don't know, like how do these people do these things? Like, how did he come up with that like let's get I can't sing that range that he's singing. I can't go up high like that. When I was in chorus, oh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this. Um, I was in chorus growing up and I was in alto. Like, I'm not about that soprano life, high notes life. But yeah, like how do they come up with these things? Like, I just I don't know, man. Like, I just think about that. When I really like a song, I just really picture that whole like process going on. And um, Don Tolliver is, I mean, you probably know of him without realizing. So he's actually on Travis Scott's album, Astro World, on one of my favorite songs on the album. And I think, um, I find it crazy that it's not as played as as much as some of the other songs, but uh, like I don't really hear this song when I'm out, but I feel like I should. Uh, he's on the song Can't Say. And if you can't remember what song that is, it's the one that goes, um, you can't say I'm mad enough, smoking yellow weed, I'm on the alcohol. So that song, I just effing love it. That's one of those songs too that I like constantly play in my car and I just like try not to kill it, but I love it. So yeah, if you're familiar with that song, you're familiar with Don Tolliver. He's the one featured on that song and he's actually signed to Travis Scott's label. Um, I, what is it called? Uh, Cactus Jack? Yeah, Cactus Jack. So yeah, he signed to Cactus Jack Records and that's really all I, that's really all I know about him that he's affiliated with Travis Scott and uh yeah that they've been on you know that they've collaborated but i looked him up and i can't really find much i do know he's from houston just like travis but um yeah i hope he blows up because i think he has a very unique voice and this song to me is a heavy hitter so there it is wild card for the week and um also if you guys listen to the songs and you know you're really into it tag me okay be like oh my gosh Marilyn you you played this on MB in the PM and I was like whoa I love it shout out to Ray for doing that by the way she um recently said that she got into St. John because of the podcast so I was like yes thank you baby Ray thank you and also I want to give another special shout out to some of the people in my life that really are down with the podcast and do not miss I want to give a shout out to my sisters, Sue and Lizbeth, and my baby girl, Elsie. Now, as I mentioned before, I felt like I've been feeling like I'm stuck podcast-wise, life-wise. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, being a creative, it's very discouraging. I mean, anyone who creates stuff will tell you it's it's cool, it's fun, but it's also very discouraging because you're putting a lot of work into something and you don't know who's actually seeing who's who's listening to this like who you know what I mean that's how I feel sometimes and um it, it gets a little discouraging and I was telling them I'm like I like Avi I'm trying to be consistent but like who's listening to this like nobody but they're like no like we're listening and you're good at it like you should keep going so shout out to those gals 
Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys listening. And thank you to everyone who like posts about the podcast and all of that. So yeah, man, keep listening. And also for the people having a tough time, keep pushing. I know it's hard to keep positive sometimes. Trust me, last week, when I when I was having a week, I was a major bitch. Like if you stay away from me, like for real, because you were gonna get it. Sorry if you got cross. Sorry if you got caught in the crosshairs or the what is it? The crossfires. Um, <laughs> sorry if you got caught in the crossfire. But uh, yeah, I know it's hard. I know it's hard to keep a positive attitude sometimes. But just try your best and keep pushing and do things that you like to do. For example, me when I'm having a week. I like to, I'm, you know, I'm a big movie, TV person, books person. I love all of that. So lately I've been on my Gilmore Girls wave because that show makes me feel good and it makes me feel very autumn-like and you know I love autumn. So do things that you love and keep pushing. Better times are ahead, okay? So it's come to the end, my friends. You know what it is. Follow me on Instagram if you don't already. Marilyn Vanilla. And yeah, thank you for listening. Laters.